We've been talking about prayer, and we've been talking about touching heaven changes earth. Say that with me. Say, touching heaven, changing earth. And uh, we talked about last week praying effective prayers, praying like a righteous man. And we talked about Elijah and how he prayed and what he did and what that all meant. And today I just want to talk to you about praying the Lord of the harvest. A lot of times we ask and we say we need to pray for the harvest. We need to pray that God's going to bring a harvest. We need to pray that people are going to get saved. But honestly, the Bible doesn't tell us to pray for the harvest. Isn't that amazing? He doesn't tell us to pray for the harvest. He tells us to pray the Lord of the harvest. So basically he's saying the harvest is already taken care of. But we need to pray what Jesus told us to pray. So if you have your Bible, you can turn to Matthew chapter 9. And I'm going to read in verse 36. Start in verse 36. So Matthew 9, 36, when he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them. How many know throughout the scripture, whenever Jesus was moved with compassion, great things happen. When Jesus was moved with compassion, people got healed. When Jesus was moved with compassion, people got delivered. When he was moved with compassion, people um, came out of their lifestyle. And so I believe that we're doing what we're doing today because what? We are moved with compassion. And so I'm expecting the same results that Jesus got. When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion on them because they were weary and worn out. (laughs) Anybody in here feel weary and worn out? (laughs) Gabby was telling me how much she's worked this weekend. And uh, she's like, man, I worked all night Friday night and then Saturday all day. And she's only 16 years old. And then she's going to come here and work today. And I know the other Gabby had a long weekend of working too. And we had a long weekend. Anybody? feel weary and worn out well jesus came for you (laughs) he said they were weary and worn out they were like sheep without a shepherd and how many know that's our mandate i feel like that's our calling is not to like i told you last week not to go after people that have churches not to go after people that hey why don't you come to our church this weekend instead of going to your church but i'm looking for the sheep without a shepherd somebody say amen And he said that he had compassion to them. They were weary and worn out like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is abundant. So we don't need to pray for the harvest. Come on, the harvest is already there. Pray, the harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. And so today what I want us to key in on is praying to the Lord of the harvest. Because the harvest is already that. Come on. When you sow seed, harvest is coming whether you like it or not. Amen. It's there. It's going to become. But there is an urgency to make sure that it's taken care of. Jesus' language around here. And I want to talk to you just three points. I'm not preaching long today, but I felt like I wanted to share something. So I won't be long, but I will be strong. Come on. So. I want to give you three things today uh, from Jesus's observation here. I want to talk about the urgency, the understanding, and the unction. And the urgency here, Jesus had this. He said, 
the language around this was a, a similar, it was like disruption. It was like, we got to hurry up. He was kind of urgent about it. He was like, come on, we've got to go. We've got to do this. So pray the Lord of the harvest that he will send workers. And the word he uses for send out workers is ekbalo. The Greek word is ekbalo. And anytime you see balo in the Greek, it means like taking a ball and throwing. And I always think of ball and balo. It means to throw past. I remember when you were playing monkey in the middle, how many played that when you were kids and you had your little nephew or cousin? How come I was always the monkey in the middle? I'm like, man, that's messed up. I had older cousins and they both live here in uh, Texas now. And Darren and Rick, if you see this, I'm mad at you still. But um, they both live up north, and they would always get me, and they would take something, and it was mine. It wasn't even like it was theirs. They would take a toy of mine, and they'd start, I'm reaching for it and jumping for it, and they'd start passing it back to them, and I'd reach for them, and they'd pass it to the other one, and they were throwing it past me. And then I would come up, and I'd be crying, I want it, I want it. And then they'd go like this, and like I was going to get it, and they'd sit there, and they'd throw it right past me. To the next person. And that's the word balo means to throw beyond. It means to grab something and yank it and throw it beyond. And what Jesus was saying, he was saying an urgency. He was saying, send out the workers violently. It means to violently eject or throw something. Most of the time in the gospels, it's used to when you're talking about casting out demons. Come out. Get out of here. They would use ekbalo. But here Jesus is saying, we need to send people out. There's an urgency that we need to get people to go out into the harvest. Because the people of that time would understand this because they were farmers. They were harvesters. And they knew that if you planted grain, if you planted fruit, and it didn't get picked up at the right time, what was going to happen? It was going to go bad. It would die. It would spoil. And here's a picture, and I hadn't got this before. Jesus is saying, there are people that are sheep without a shepherd. They're worn out, they're weary. And if we don't hurry up and go out there and get them, then they're going to gonna, they're gonna be lost. Man, I, it, it grips my heart sometimes when I think about the people that we have the answer and we walk past them every day. Don't say anything. And Jesus is saying, look at that one. He's almost too late. We need to get out there. We need to get past that. We need to go past what we've been messing with. And he's basically saying, come out from what you've been dealing with and get out there where you belong. Everybody say urgency. He's saying, come away from your occupations. Come away from the thing. He was telling them, get out there into the harvest. And then the understanding. We have to understand that the harvest belongs to God. It's God's harvest. It's not ours. It's his. So we have to basically have permission. We have to be sent. You can't go into someone's house and just start doing things if you don't have permission. If you do that, you're a thief. You're unauthorized. You don't have the... Um, the wherewithal to do that. So he said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he may send out workers. So we're going to pray that God would send us out. And the good thing is when you send, when God sends you out into the fields, you're going to the right place at the right time and you're going with the right spirit. Somebody say amen to that. 
And we believe that we're being sent out. I have people all the time that, that tell me, oh, you need to go there. Why aren't you doing this? I was at a conference this weekend, and a lady was there, and she had a ministry to the homeless. And uh, they had a panel discussion, and she began to ask the question to all the ministers that had been speaking at the conference. She said, I have a ministry to the homeless and a feeding program. And she said, what do we need to do to get all of you guys out in the harvest field to get you to come down and and minister to the people she's like what well, we need to get the generals to come out and talk to the new troops and i knew where she was going with this number she had twofold reason one she didn't think she was equipped enough she didn't think she was anointed she said, what, what do we do to get the anointed men and women of god like you guys to come out and minister to the people i told her I said hey you're just as anointed as they are you don't need them to come. You've got it. And you're probably more anointed for that because you have the passion for it. Come on. Because God spoke to you to do it, so you're more anointed to do it. Just because someone has a big church or they're a conference speaker doesn't mean that they're more anointed. There's no levels of the anointing in the Holy Spirit. We have the same anointing, the same calling on the inside. But the other thing she was trying to get at is she was saying, basically, when are you going to come down out of your ivory tower? power and minister and get dirty and I knew what she was saying but you know what the thing is we all have callings amen we have things that we're called to do now we're all called to minister to the lost to witness to the lost and to tell people about Jesus but all the callings aren't the same so when you are sent it's better look at someone and say it's better to be sent than to went <laughs> there's so many people they just went they weren't sent. And then they go out there and they go to the wrong place at the wrong time. And like the sons of Sceva, they get their tails whipped and they're stripped naked and sent into the streets. And we don't want that. We want to be sent. Somebody say, I want to be sent. So we need to understand that we pray for Jesus to send us to the right place so we have authority. And then lastly, they need to be equipped. And Acts 1.8 says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. So the thing is, whenever they would go out to the harvest, they needed special tools. They needed to be equipped. They needed to have the right tools to bring in the harvest. They needed to have plows and, and shears and, and different things and sickles and scythes and barns and, and everything. So we need to make sure we have the right thing so we're going to pray that god would send us forth and when he sends us i don't want us just to go out and hand out burritos and to give people a shirt i want us to be equipped by the holy spirit to take the anointing and have the right tools to do what god's called us to do amen so that's what we're going to do we're praying for not just for the harvest, but we're praying to the Lord of the harvest that he would send us to the right place, that he would give us the right people, we'd be appointed and anointed, and we'd be empowered and dued from on high to do what we're doing. And I'm believing that you guys are going to go out there, you're going to pray for people, you're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I believe demons can be cast out, I believe people can be healed, but we have to know that we're appointed by God, we're anointed to do this, and we're going to do it. Amen? Amen. That's the quickest sermon I ever preached. Come on, stand up. Praise God. Praise God.
Jesus, I just thank you that you would do exactly that. God, we thank you that we believe we are going to the right place. God, we thank you that people are ready, Lord, that you would prepare their hearts even now. God, I thank you that they would receive us. God, I thank you that they would be open. God, that we would be open. God, that we would hear from you. God, that we would have a, a message that we have, Lord God, and that message is you. And we would ride into this situation. We'd ride into Fort Worth just like you rode into Jerusalem with victory, Lord, with anointing, with power. And God, I thank you for that reception that we would have, Lord God, knowing that we're at the right place, the right time, for the right reason, in the right season. We thank you for that. We believe we receive. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... Amen.